Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. And we're Entrepreneurs, a podcast about two gay idiots owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. Hello, Howdy-ho, everybody. Hello and welcome to the welcome. pod, dear listeners. How is everyone doing today? Um, we're doing, we and Kayleen are doing well. Kayleen has some technical difficulties. Yeah, we did just start grid. our day with a, with a little group workout. We turned on FaceTime while we worked out together, um, which is an intimate experience, folks. Let me t- It's really just, bet today was just us moaning on the ground. Yeah, not intentional. Until we until we really realized what was happening, Anna had a yeah. foam rolling workout and I had to do core. So there was just a lot of like a lot of writhing and strange noises. Uh, one of those one of those it's, like if this were like a movie or a play, if someone was on the other side of a door and uh, wasn't seeing what's go what was going on, they would have been scandalized. They'd give it like one of those looks, like, "Are you hearing this?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, it would have caught, it would have started a whole domino effect of like misunderstandings and confusion. Oh um, gosh, let's break that third wall, everybody. Yes. Fourth wall, my we, dear. Oh boy, yeah, that's why Kayleen's my friend because <laughs> I say things that are wrong and she knows the right answer. <laughs> I feel like it happens um, pretty much every day at this point, but that's the goal yeah. of us. That's the yeah. vibe. Got to surround um, yourself with the uh, people who know the answers. <laughs> you always want to be the dumbest one in the room. That's what I think. Um, <laughs> I think you. You know, and yeah. there's two ways that you could take that. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the outcome is still the same. Yep. You still get to um, hear the fruits of of you know other people's ideas, but um, yeah. Life so, update. What's up with you? I'm good. I am uh, doing better since uh, our last our episode. Our existential crisis. Literally. Our and existential yeah. C. <laughs> Listeners, I had to, like, go to the beach and take a day of, like, decompression. Um, and I wrote down what I said in the last podcast. I was like, I think I need to change the year of surrender. I don't know if it's good enough. Like, I this is too hard. And then sure enough, um, I got a... And I was like, I need to go to Colorado to get some, like, clarity of mind. I feel so muddled here. And then that night, I got an inquiry for, like, a music video. Um, and the name of the music video was Surrender. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Yep. Um, so since then, I've started wearing all white. Um, the, and culti- the cultiest move you've ever made. Yeah. And you know what? I was kind of talking about, like, the cult vibes in, like, my Instagram stories. And I think the people are for it. Yeah. I um, feel like, you know what? A lot of people would just love someone to mindlessly follow. Yeah, we would all I, love to turn off our brains and make some have somebody else handle our life, our finances, our clothing choices. Yeah, just have a our charismatic leader. Just yeah, that's the thing that I think is really tough. Um, dating in general, like God, imagine like a gay cult, like gay arranged marriages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You say mm-hmm. what you're into, and then you figure it out, and uh-huh. then there you go. I think we have too many options the now. The cult leader said um, so. So yeah, yeah. Like let's please. all get and, and then let's it's all just get like, group gay not, married on a yeah, tiny be, island, undisturbed by anyone. Yeah. And then we'll just eat coconuts um, and like pineapple, and all of our piss will smell so clear pee, baby. <laughs> Only clear pee. Okay, the tropical all white gay arranged marriage cult. That's Honestly, Anna's our new like, leader. I do because I have my dad has some property um, on a tropical island in the South Pacific, and. Yeah, it's a French colony, so you get healthcare as well through just being this French. This is sounding so, better a French and better. Resident. All right. I know. So, I kind of all, like, really, I don't know if I had a choice uh, than to not do this. Yeah. Um, it's my, was, it sounds like I it may have been maybe the your personality. destiny. Yeah. I watched like, everything what everywhere what is all one at to once, do and it turned me into a cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can see the article now. <laughs> they and they documented it on their podcast. <laughs> great, well, great I mean, first hand resources. It's kind of what resources. today's episode is about, like yeah. career shifts. Yep, changing Dramatic with the times. Shifts. We'll get more into that later. Yeah. Um, Keeping it, but going. yeah. So um, I've been big, a- honestly, Kaylee and big page of wands energy right there. There we go. Start a cult. Start a cult. Like, like what Kayleen was saying yesterday, or last last week, uh, you know, you don't have to follow through, but just have some fun. <laughs> Page of Wands, start you know a cult. What? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't need to be something you f- t- carry through to the, to the finish line, but uh, it, the idea space the finish is line. fun. <laughs> um... Yeah, I feel like anybody like listening to this and like kind of unfamiliar with tarot and they're like learning tarot through this podcast is probably so hilarious. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> we have um we have a new goal for the podcast. We want to interview Gary Vaynerchuk and have Kayleen give him a tarot reading and have him say, "Wow, I really needed that." Yeah. That's all. That's all. I and just it wanna... needs to be that sequence. Yeah, I need Gary. I need. I need to pull a card in front of Gary V and describe it and have him tell me it resonated with him. That's all <laughs> I want. He's gonna say I can't go into too much detail, but that's spot on. <laughs> oh my god. Hi, Gary. Um, okay. Anyway, so I am. Um, enjoying uh, being slightly less busy at work and. Uh, just like spring cleaning the fuck out of my house it's really impressive i just got rid of a ton of clothes um i got rid of a ton of old like skincare makeup hair care like i threw away a bunch of old stuff and then a lot of stuff that was like fine in fine condition or unused i just took to a bar last night and put it on a table and let everybody go through it and i did not have to take anything home it, wow. Yeah, it is all out of my house. And then I think I'm doing a, some friends and I are arranging a clothing swap in a couple weeks. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, so it's great. That is behavior uh, of someone who watched everything everywhere all at once and was totally. And, and was and totally said, quote, fine. I wish it was weirder. 
Yeah. That's what that's what the nor- that's what the other side is doing at folks. They're cleaning their house. So <laughs> I am I bought a lot of clear acrylic bins at Walmart and I'm in organizing looks so good. organizing the contents of my drawers. It's great. Tell them about that TV show. Oh, that yeah. sounds so, very good. Um I really love the home edit, which is like is like a website blog that's been around for a long time of these two ladies who I think are in Nashville who are like very good at organizing. They'll even say on the show, we have one skill. <laughs> Like yeah. we have one skill and it's our job to help people with many more skills with this one thing um, where they're just like everything's very aesthetic and everything's very container store and it's color coded. They're very into rainbows and clear plastic bins um, and they have their own line of product at Walmart. You can better bet that I've got some of it in my kitchen right now. Um, they have a great show on Netflix, very much in the style of like the Marie Kondo show that came out a few years ago, where they go to people's houses and they organize them, or like the like a particular um, pain point in their house, like a pantry or a garage, or like um, there was an episode where they had like um, a family had a, had a adopted their foster child and were moving um, combined like but the like room that they were in were with their like older child and like they just needed to like make it a a shared space and so they did that like Mm -hmm. but they're also celebrity organizers so there's like every episode is like they organize for a celebrity and then they organize for like a normal person so they've organized like Reese Witherspoon's costume closet and Khloe Kardashian's garage. And like, it's just very good. It's very satisfying. They're like fun suburban moms. They're, but they're also kind of quirky in a fun way. Um, it's very good. I put it on while I'm cleaning to kind of like get me in that space. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, life hack. You need to get out of a spiral clean. Yeah. Turn Honestly, on a I had cleaning a boss, show. I had a boss that her advice was just start with the dishes. Like mm-hmm. if like give yourself like just be like start with like the dishes and probably by the time you're done with them you have the momentum to do something else. Yeah. But if you're feeling overwhelmed. Mhm. Yeah. I actually do my dishes in the morning So maybe that's kind of like a weird thing But I'll like cook at night and I won't do my dishes At night I will Keep them in the sink and I will do them in the morning And then that like kind of Helps start my day that's like one of the first Things I do I put away my dishes In the morning I try to do them at night I don't always but one of the things I like to do Is like um, If I'm like waiting for water To boil or waiting for Coffee to brew or Whatever I'll be like oop timer and be like how many dishes can I do before this thing is done mm-hmm. um, sometimes you have to gamify basic life tasks um, mm-hmm. yeah alright shall we go into tarot time yeah let's do it coming off of a a Wheel of Fortune, Page of Swords, Page of Wands. So yeah, it's and I'm been pr- pretty, pretty spicy over here. Yeah, like, I feel good like spicy, we'll though. probably, when this episode comes out, be just coming off the heels of like a partial solar eclipse, too. Mm. I think that's on the 30th. So, okay. eclipse weekend. 
Um, so what does the collective need? Yeah, very Taurus season energy. God, I love Taurus season. Taurus season is wonderful. Ah, we have the Nine of Cups. Thank God. Thank God. Oh, Nine of Cups. Uh, you know what I was thinking, Kayleen? I what? was like, this card is for me and only me. <laughs> I thought that, but I didn't say it. But so, that was the card Kay- I just, I pulled for you she yesterday. She pulled it for me yesterday, and it's my card for May. So, so. Nine of Cups Ugh. You is honestly, is a there a better card? card? Honestly, is there a better this is card? A, this is a great card, I think. It is all about, like... I don't know. Um, maybe this is something that also kind of ties into the theme of this episode. Um, I feel like this is a card that reminds us, because we are often in a culture of just, like, working, achieving, going straight to the next goal. This is a card that reminds us to, like, stop and celebrate our successes. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the fruits of your labor and the fruits of your, Mm -hmm. like, of all the things that you have, like, worked hard for and also to share it with others. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, like, the true measure of success is how much you can, like, benefit the people, is, like, how much you can share with the people around you, like, how much bounty you're able to, like, uh, share and collaborate. I'm getting so emotional this card. It's such a good card. Like, this depiction is, like, a man at the head of the table with his giving a toast um, and there are eight other cups on the table and there is a full spread it is like a bountiful feast that he is not hoarding for himself he has taken time to like celebrate his accomplishments and the things that have allowed him to provide a bountiful feast and he has invited everyone to the table with him so this is like I'm if you literally crying. <laughs> if you have been like working hard, if you have been achieving goals, if you have been like, please take a minute to like stop and reflect and think about like how much you accomplished compared to last year or even six months ago or even three months ago. Think about like all the things you that you've been you. Yeah, yeah, all the things that you've been able to accomplish, all the goals that you've been able to achieve, um, unexpected or unexpected, and like give yourself a pat on the back, and maybe like take a friend out to lunch. I well, I, I have I want to say some things about yeah. this card because yeah. I literally woke up this morning and I went on my run, which just. Also, I feel like it's very big nine of cups energy for me because it's just like, oh, my God, I smell jasmine. The birds are chirping. It's just like such overflow. And I looked in the mirror and I said, it's so cheesy to say Uh it, but I said nine of cups energy only. Yeah. And I was kind of talking to Kayleen about this today of how um, I really enjoy and I really feel like it helps me feel like at my potential it makes me feel good it makes me feel like just in the flow of everything like when I can like cook for people when I can host people when I can have people over for tea when I'm operating uh at such overflow that I'm able to like like spread that to people and like share that with people because what the fuck is a success if it's alone it's stupid yeah you know and it's just like we're meant to be with people and it's like if you have something to give and you have the energy and the time and the resources to give that like how lucky are you 
you know, it's just such like an incredible gift, really. Right. And I just I love the Nine of Cups so much. Um, and I love Nine of Cups energy. And it might be like one of my favorite cards in the entire deck because it's just it's decadent, but it like it can be decadent in the most simple ways. Right. right? So like yeah. a Nine of Pentacles is really nice, too. But I just feel like I the more and more we get into it, the more. The more I learn about tarot, the more I love cups. Yeah. Yeah. Cups are where beautiful. it's at. Yeah. Cups, it's I think, really tell a full story. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. a way that a lot of... I mean, I think wands do as well. Cups and mm-hmm. wands, I think, have the most easy to, like, understand mm-hmm. story. Narrative. Yeah, the strongest yeah. narrative, I think. Swords are kind of all yeah. over the place and generally miserable. And pentacles is kind of repetitive. Yeah. Um... But cups and wands, I think, have a have an interesting, which is a great way to transition into our yeah. episode that's all about not being linear. <laughs> yeah. Set the table. We are serving the main dish. All right, yeah. let's get into it. Yeah, so this episode um, is going to be about our main dish, if you will, is about how kind of like determining success determining your desires and letting them change and letting your transitions in your business happen and in your life and while always just like keeping it in line with like what you actually want right because I think one of the ways in which we have all been like poisoned by American capitalism is to really view success in especially in business as a very um as a very as what as one very specific narrative of just like constant upward growth and and like mobility and that but but i'm like why go into business for yourself if you're only if you're only going to let your like business's narrative and story be dictated by the mainstream um the whole point a lot of the for a lot of us to be in business for ourselves is autonomy and that means that you can decide that means that for you it doesn't have to all be linear growth and that just because you're not constantly um growing and succeeding and uh expanding doesn't mean that your business is a failure Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also having um, the I, I I follow I have a friend on TikTok at this point. I was going to say I follow. I was like, no, we're like we're friends. Um, but she is a business coach. And um, I'm just going to shout her out. Uh, safely yeah. rooted coaching on TikTok. And she come, guest has, on, come, come be a guest on the pod, girly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should ask her. Um, yeah. Yeah, if we're going to talk about her. But she she says something that, like, you should reassess every three months. Mm-hmm. And I Quarterly. Yeah, agree with that. You. That's literally, like, that's uh, it is, like, the business model that they've had to reassess quarterly. And then also, like, reassess with your desires, too. Because mm-hmm. um, I know sometimes I can feel like a like a oh what do I actually want what do I actually want my life to look like am and I, I feel- doing yeah it's like am I doing this because it's what I think I should am supposed to be doing mm-hmm. or because I've gotten into a rut 
is it anything something that I actually want to be doing do I want to be like where are your energy levels at like do you have a huge vision or are you just trying to chill and I think that that can also be a vibe too um that you can respect and I think also with me with like making a move I have really shifted from pentacle energy to cup energy like yeah. that's probably the best way that I could like describe yeah um I mean kind of what I'm going through yeah do you want to talk a little bit more in detail about like your thoughts and like what you're going through yeah like so I've been in Florida for gosh since September so I don't know um how many months that is now like six seven eight something like that and um it's like when I lived in Colorado I would go to New Orleans like pretty much for like a few months and I would kind of like balance it out by that and um because Denver has a very like rooted energy to it yeah. Whereas New Orleans is kind of out there. So you could yeah. get, you could, you know, have like a vac, like spend time in a place that like lets you kind of float <laughs> and then get mm-hmm. grounded by when you went back home. Yeah. And um, it was like, Denver was always kind of like it was like on my sunline and and work has always been really easy for me there um it was I was able to like grow like go full-time with my business hit like you know six figures um like just very organically I never felt like like when I say like I had to work hard I did but I was so excited by like what I was doing because we were like making money and growing something and it and I honestly didn't care about anything else really besides work because I was just so excited about it um and and things were happening and and you're just like go 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 and you get these like amazing opportunities and it just kind of feels like play um and it's a really really good feeling um but then the pandemic well then I went through a divorce um and then that was also like a huge shift of like working with a partner versus working by yourself um and then the pandemic happened so I took like a year where I was like I'm gonna like kind of chill from the business and then the pandemic happened and I was like oh shit what do I actually want um, and then took some time off 2021 happened great year for me and then I moved to Florida And then my priorities kind of changed. Like, my desire to work changed. Uh, It also, because, yeah, I really don't have a huge desire to work, because I like to work locally. Because people are like, people also like to say um, what, where you should go. People love to talk about what you should do. Um, But at the end of the day, a creative process is so incredibly personal and it can look so many different ways for different people. And there's no right or wrong way. It it just is and it isn't. And um, having to cultivate this like self-trust, right? Because everybody has these opinions and you're like, what are you talking? Like you don't live my life, you know? Even the people in your same industry, they don't know how you do what you do and and also I feel like there's so many different ways to make money springing up out of nowhere and we don't have a lot of reference 
to for people to guide us because it's all brand new um sometimes i see people like talk shit on people on tiktok they're like look at these like young social media creators selling courses i've been doing this for 10 plus years and it's just like well who cares it's all changed in six months um so kind of like having this self-trust in yourself to have to know what is going to work for you and like where you're going to go. So I'm definitely softening up into soft life um, into and I'm I'm looking to like I'm expanding into more like remote options that aren't just purely video because I know I do want to start spending time in France and like learning languages and stuff like that. And I'm going to need to be able yeah. to make money that way. But is it is it a limiting But like I feel like my goal is right it's like not to make this much money as I was in Denver it's like how much do I need to sustain my life and then like let's go from there and then I think that kind of can also remove the pressure of like I need to make x amount of money and then you have all this pressure around it and then it doesn't happen meanwhile if you're just like you still want it but then you tell yourself you're like ah whatever like hakuna matata just things I think come more easily when you're like just letting go of the outcome yeah i think it's also it's what i'm hearing is like your business should be able to change to fit your life Mm -hmm. you shouldn't change your Mm -hmm. life to fit your business exactly um and yeah, I feel like so for me, like um, my candle company started as a as something during the pandemic, like my business partner took her um, first stimulus check and invested it in like in supplies. And that's how we got started. We both were like light, lightly employed or unemployed when we first started and now, two years later, we both have full-time, busy, demanding jobs. And so our business looks a lot different. And we have people who have in recently been like, oh, you used to make candles. And I'm like, no, we still make candles. Like, our business is still, like, we have not dissolved the business. We have not, um, we have not given up. We have not we are still very our hearts are still very much we're both we both have an emotional investment we just don't necessarily have the time investment um so one of some of the things we've looked at is and you know we used to be like releasing batches like every month and then it went down to like a little bit like every few months and then in the last year it's really spread out so one of the things we're talking about is maybe instead of doing maybe we go to like seasonal launches where we do like three or four collections a year so we can still have like so we can still have our business and we can capitalize on like peak times like gift giving seasons but make it something that can work around what our lives look like now versus what they were very different when that we started it two years ago um but i also think honestly if we did decide to walk away from it, that doesn't mean that the business was a failure. That business paid my rent when I was unemployed. Like, when, I, when like, life was very uncertain. And, you know, like, uh, when we had no idea, like, what was, what was, we were like, when, when the, everything was shut down, like, I was able to make candles and pay rent. Yeah, um, out of nowhere. And that's, you, like, pulled it out of your ass. 
yeah and it it was and and for that reason alone that it kept that it kept me afloat went during the pandemic is enough of it enough reason to call it a success for me the fact that we have made we have created candles and scents that like people rave about the other night somebody told me that my candle got him laid great Whoa. <laughs> like you know like i i i i think that like the fact that we made a product that had a really impact like really a strong impact on a lot of people when they were stuck in their homes and is enough of a success for me. Um, This idea that, like, a business has to be, like, constantly growing and and be open forever is unrealistic and unsustainable. And just because someone decides to end a business venture doesn't mean that that was a failure, and it doesn't mean that they're a failure either. Um, It's okay to pivot. Our lives, like, our lives are changing rapidly. Um, the world is changing rapidly and what made sense a year ago might not make sense now and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, especially for like the, the type of person that you are. Right. Because the, the, like, I think your business should usher you, at least this is what I want for my business right. and I think, I will say, like I think all of this like spiritual expansion that I've gotten is a result of all of the time that I have spent alone and Mm -hmm. the freedom and flexibility that I have gotten from being a business owner. Like it, I, it's just been absolutely incredible. Yeah. And sometimes walking away, you walk away from an old business because your interests change and you want to start something Mm -hmm. new Mm -hmm. and that's cool too. And that's the cool thing about running a business is if you've done it once, you can do it again. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're like it for me. It gives me a lot of confidence. It's just like yeah, I've done I've done it before. I know I can. Yeah, I know how to basically. All you can if you can do sales, you can run a business. Right, <laughs> which is you know shitty to if say. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> Literally, um, I mean, it's just. I mean, there's a lot of freedom in that too. You know, of like, because I feel like sales get such a bad rap, but like sales can give you such freedom mm-hmm. of life. Like sales can be the least stressful thing. Yeah, honestly, ever. Like, like, is there a better feeling than closing a big sale? Probably not. If you've worked, if you've worked in retail, you can probably start your own business. Yeah, literally. If like, you've ever had to like, if you've ever had to do a sales consultation for somebody for somebody else's product, you can do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can close. It's and it's just like that's the kind of stuff that like you never really learned in school. And I don't know. I don't have a business degree. I took some, like, music business classes, but, like, they never taught really about... I had one piece of advice in college that I thought was good, and he was... It was good because he was um, the head of the union, the teacher union, and he said, when you're negotiating, ask for double of what you want. And I was, like, solid. Solid old white man advice, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, only give a number that you're willing to negotiate down from. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of, I think it's pretty cool, um, the flexibility that you get to have with, like, work and pleasure and becoming your own person and making a business that, like, 
follows that because I feel like I've gone through three different business names that have like pretty much done the same thing objectively. So we, we started out with like Grassy Road Studio and that was 2018. No, no, no. That was like 2016, maybe that even 2016. 20, that was 20, when we met. Yeah. 2016 to 20, maybe 2020. And I think then 2019. 2019. Because when you moved in with me in 2020, you had already had the different name. So then it was like kind of on your a reel. pressure. Yeah, there was like this yeah. pressure for my ex. Like, you need to change the uh, the business name. I said, okay, fuck. So I just kind of changed it to whatever. And so then I changed it to Green Stripe Video. And that was just kind of like a placeholder. And then I changed it to Fake Guru in 2021 and that's when shit really got weird that's when Mm -hmm. shit really got weird and we've been here for about a year and so we've just had like all of these different i i just feel like rebrandings renaming stuff like that and it's just like you have these different characters too that come along with it like i have i had a friend i had friends who had the name of their business for like almost their entire business career and then they got a cease and desist um, because somebody else had, was using like that name. They were like, fuck. So when I saw them, they were so stressed out about the whole rebrand. But from what I can tell, it seems like it's been like their biggest year yet. Yeah. So I think sometimes stepping into this new zone, um, it's like symbolic. And it's also just, I think it's like an act of Yeah, of it's funny because like the company I work with now did a rebrand in like... 2019 or 2020 and I swear to god all the people that knew them from before then still use the old name oh like, yeah yeah we're my house it's, events now and we used to be my house social and so many people still call us my house social it's okay yeah. like people but people know who we are and we it's not a big deal mm-hmm and I think also, like, changing up your offerings, too, to, like, mm-hmm. create something that, like, is suiting you more. Um, yeah, what if do you, you want, want like, to be creating? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, and what kind I of think stuff content do you want to make? Act in doing that and, like, figuring out who, who you're becoming, what feels good. And I think you can always figure out the money piece. Mm-hmm. I think, I would say the money piece, I don't want to say is the easiest because I know there's a lot of, like... That's like stressful to some people, but I feel like for me, I guess in my process, I don't really worry about money. Um, and I think that's just my, I think I've always been that way. And I, and I, I know I give off like kind of like trust fund kid energy. Um, but I don't like, that's just, that's not really my upbringing at all. I've just like, even when I was a kiddo, not a kiddo, but like 19. I was like hitchhiking across the country with like $80 to my name. And like thinking about it now, that's like so crazy. Like, why would I ever do that? But I think it's just because I never really wanted to acknowledge that like money was real. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Because I was just like, this shit seems a little fake to me. Um, and I'm not going to let it like rule who I am. And yes, I did end up mooching. But also, like, I was uh, definitely a cheap date also. So um, I just, I to me, like, releasing any expectations or pressure from money and just being like, okay, it's, 
it exists. We'll and knowing that you'll figure sort it out. it out. Like, yeah. it'll all get sorted out. Yeah, and, like, creating something more for the act of creating and making something that, like, inspires you, like, it'll... It, it's just going to be so much easier to make money from the place of, like, pleasure and, like, excitement and, like, loving your job than if, like, you hate it. And that's mm-hmm. that's my personal ethos. That's, like, my big nine of cups energy um, because I don't I don't think I've really ever stayed in a job like I hated. Even, like, retail and stuff. I was always working with, like, cool people and, like... I don't know. I've just, I've always led a life of leisure. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, with work, I think a lot of times it's like, sometimes it's not even who you're doing. Like, it's not the job you're doing. It's who you're doing it with. Because um, mm-hmm. if you're working with a bunch of assholes, what's the point? If you're making a ton of money. But if you're, you know, if you're working at fucking like Long John Silver's and everybody's fucking hilarious and you just you go in for work and you laugh your ass off all day and it feels like you're playing. That's great. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, our so. shitty retail job uh, in like has had lasting impacts on on our social mm-hmm. circles and on our life. Like, the, yeah. you know, that's how we met. It's yeah. how, and, and I st- uh, still, like, I haven't worked for that company in, like, over two years, and uh, I still, I think some of my most important friendships were because of that shitty retail job. It's so funny, like, how that just mm-hmm. works out like that, because um, you just don't know when it's going to happen, or, like, right. who is going to be important to your life, because we have these character arcs that are so long and I know some people are like entering my life that have been out of my life for a while and our character arcs are lining up again and it's really cool to see that and that's one thing I really like and I don't think people in general talk about it a, a lot of like the the transitions and the phases of life that you'll go through and the people that you'll lose and also the people that you'll gain but even more excitingly the people that you'll regain like those are the coolest things like the people who are just kind of away from your life and then they come back like I feel like me and Kayleen right like we met in 2016 and then gosh when did we start talking every day maybe like three years later like yeah. we weren't even that close in New Orleans. No, like, when we you were lived buds. here, no, we were friends. Yeah. And like, honestly, like yeah, we would like do like Costco runs together. Like that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like it was when you came to stay with me when you were working Voodoo Fest, mm-hmm. which was like in 2018. Yeah. Like fall of 2018. Yeah. Right before yeah. we both. Right before we both like. Yeah. had our like breakups honestly i think i think our break like our breakups were like the thing that really yeah and it's just we that same a parallel, kind of thing, a parallel journey yeah because our our phases of the life were the same and i think it's so important mm-hmm. to like match up with people that are in similar phases of that life either in healing or growth or you know grief it's so cool like it sucks to say you know if you lose somebody but like sometimes like you'll be so it's surprised really, who can it's, show yeah. up for you it's really interesting to see 
Yeah, who comes out of the woodwork mm-hmm. and who absolutely drops the ball when something major happens in your life. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really illuminating. Yeah. And it, it makes it easier, like, making decisions there forward. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, the same kind of vibe with your business, because I, I think... I think the people you surround yourself with are very important um, because, like, if you don't like the people that you're around, what are you doing? Like, and, right. and I know sometimes, you know, maybe you're in, like, a fam- familiar living situation. But um, I think that's why, like, podcasts are so incredible, honestly. Like, I woke up this morning and I, on my run, I listened to two podcasts and I was just like, this is great. Like, I, I'm just in these people's energy so completely that, like, it's, you just kind of get to hop on that bra- brain wavelength. So if you can't make those connections, like, in person, like, listen to some fucking podcasts to just, and just moosh off of their energy. Um, right. That's what really works for me. And also, Live like, chat. reading. <laughs> yeah, reading is, like, a really good one to just kind of, like shift into like where you're going and then kind of go from there so I'm like I did this session where um I went under this like hypnosis and like talked to my higher self and she gave me like an itemized list of things to do literally to like make shit better and one of them was like stop drinking coffee and I was like are you fucking kidding me and I was so resistant to it I was like, that's bullshit. Like, I don't want to stop drinking. Like, I love drinking coffee. It's like, it felt like a part of my personality. And I think that was part of the problem. And I, I think it's been like a week or so that I haven't drank coffee. And I can feel, I can feel it changing me. Um, and it's taking me kind of out of this whole grind mode and making things easier for me to just kind of like instead of getting like hyper fixated on something like for example like I don't want to like scroll my phone as much just because it's just not that interesting I'm not high on caffeine like that shit doesn't really appeal to me as much it's definitely not drinking coffee and like being outside more and like going to the beach and like living in Florida in general makes me really want to prioritize more of a soft life um which I wasn't expecting I've I would have never described myself as soft yeah. I'm anti-soft. Yeah, your like, Capricorn placements are really uh, really struggling right now. I know. My, Le- my Leo moon is just like, whatever, though. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. We're I look like, good with a tan. I know. I was going to say, <laughs> I get to be tan, right? <laughs> good enough for me. Um, yeah. So that can lead us into our bro book yeah. review. Bro Book Reviews. I read a bro book every week so you don't have to. Yeah. We've got a full on roast here, folks. Yeah. Give it to me. Um, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. So, pretty much. So, I was reading, I was going back to like business books I read in 2017 the first year that like I went full-time just to kind of like see where um 
you know, what I was listening to and consuming um, to like while I was like on that journey, I read 75 books in 2017. And one of those books was Ego Was the Enemy. And I'm reading back on my book review from this time. And I guess the first page, he talks about all of his accomplishments and why he is like a scholarly man. And I was like, the book is literally called Ego is the Enemy. <laughs> Why are we leading with this? This seems right. like a little inappropriate. Um, and then it just, I don't know. It's honestly, it seemed more of a book about like stoicism, um, which I guess makes sense because that's the whole like stoic idea where you just kind of like put your, your head down and do it. And just don't really like put too much like emotional thought or you know importance behind like what you're doing um so it yeah it just talks a lot about like military people and like mm. old war stories and it's just like a it's like old white man's history it's nothing very it's not pushing the needle in anything interesting it's like it's giving seventh grade public history class you know like it's yeah. just um you know again a very traditional linear yeah path um, to success yeah and i think the interesting thing is um with how we kind of put the whole space-time continuum in a blender um we don't i don't think a ton of stuff like this is getting published anymore because we are just somewhere completely different um yeah so, talk about um talk about his terrible comparison yeah so he started he was comparing a female writer as a quote real life hannah horvath and if you don't know who Her hannah horvath is good for you honestly um but it's basically lena dunham's character in the uh, in the in the or in the TV series Girls, and yeah. So one of the most insufferable people from one of the most insufferable shows. Mm -hmm. Great, and that's, thank that's you. What, and he thought it was a compliment. I'm sure he thought it was if a compliment. That gives you just a gauge of, of of where this guy's coming from. Yeah, and and, and how I little, think that was how one little of, you should trust this man's taste. Yeah. So he. Um, I think that might have been the only time he even mentioned a woman, and it was a yeah. fake one. Listeners, I just want to say, Anna and I are on a Zoom, and I have had a really like fun and interesting time uh, today watching all the things that Anna has played with while we've been talking. In Over the course of the last 40 minutes, she has had in her hand, first, a pen. Fine. Two, an exacto knife. Okay. Three, a thermometer. And now it's a roll of spike tape. <laughs> Just wanted to create a visual picture for you here. I don't know what is happening off camera, but all four of those things have made an appearance. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I do. Okay. Oh boy. Get exact yep. knife. Yep. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's a blade on screen. <laughs> oh, God. Um. 
Well, so that's if how we much... If we were on TikTok, we would have gotten kicked off by now. Gosh, yeah. Um, yeah, so don't read the book and do not listen to the TED Talk. Um, yeah, I know it doesn't it's sound like there's any... With ego is the enemy, but honestly, if it's not like a bald monk, I don't want to hear you talk about ego. As as per usual, white men talking about ego <laughs> have no sense of self. Let me guess. You did mushrooms one did time? You do, did you do mushrooms and discover empathy? <laughs> and now your ego's dead? Cool. Fuck off. Oh, God. The rest of us just, uh, you know, that's just a Tuesday, uh, you know, being empathetic. Um, that's today's episode. So feel free to please give us a rating on Apple um, I think, I don't know if we can do them on Spotify, but I don't think you can on Spotify, but subscribe on Spotify. That helps. Yeah. yeah. Um, or follow us or whatever the equivalent is. Yeah. yeah. Leave reviews, rate, um, share it with your friends. Uh, if you've got friends who are on our, on our vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And join us for time benders. Um, you can find more information about that on entrepreneurs.com. There's a time benders page up on the menu. And you can join us weekly as we just like hang out on Zoom and work. Um, and then we take dance breaks. It's pretty fun. And it's a great way to just kind of like knock out your to do list. Um, we may in two or may hours. not just moan on the ground though. Yeah, well, that's extra. That's behind a paywall. That's behind a paywall, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to join, if you want to join our morning workout sessions, you can just DM us. Oh my um, gosh. Uh, moaning is required. Yeah. Uh, okay. You can find me at Swamp Witch, uh, with four eyes or at Candles Unincorporated on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok at the fake dot guru and Instagram at the dot fake guru. Uh, thank you so much for listening and have a gay day. Thank you.